welcome to another episode of Kisses and Conversations. I'm your girl, Ashley Ray, along with... Hi, everybody. I'm April. And your girl, Deprina. Today, we have some very, very special guests on our show. Um, I've been trying to get them on. I'm so excited to talk to them. So the first thing we're going to do, we're just going to jump right into it. So, you know, one of the hosts, April, she's seen this post on TikTok. And she's like, oh my God, I like this story. It's so adorable. And we noticed that the story like kind of went viral. Like it was like 2 million views. And really all it was was somebody saying, look, I met this guy and look at us. And, uh, you know, it's quarantine too. So, um, so I'm going to just jump right into it because I'm like super curious. Just tell us a little bit about how this all happened. Was it expected, unexpected? Okay, cool. Yeah. So um, I have been on the apps for years, really. Um, I've dated on and off. I've actually worked with a lot of dating coaches while I was going through the process. So I learned a lot. And when we met um, in April, um, it was like the country and everything had just completely shut down. And there was no way for us to, I mean, meet up. Usually when I would use the apps, it would be like, okay, let's bring this to a date quickly so that we can make sure there was chemistry and connection or anything like that. And in this case, that wasn't possible. Um, but I had also just moved here from New Jersey to San Diego, um, like a few months before. So I didn't know too many people and, um, yeah, we met on the apps and what I think was really awesome and, and like helpful for us meeting during quarantine was, um, our relationship started just on the phone. Like we really got to know each other before we actually had that meet in person. Um, but I think since it, since we couldn't go on a real actual date, we spent a lot of time talking on the phone, which normally I actually strayed away from. I'd never liked when guys would say like, can I call you? I'm like, ugh, no. But in this case, we kind of had to. That was really the only choice. And I feel like we got the chance to get to know each other um, before we went on our first social distance date. It was really hard to try to get to know somebody uh, the way you really want to during a time like this. And um, I was very nervous when I had met, you know, when I had met her because like I had kind of talked to her once before and like I kind of knew who she was already. And, um, you know, before all this quarantine stuff happened, I was working two jobs, seven days a week, uh, you know, no days off. So I had, um, very little time to myself. I'm a very introverted person and I need that time, you know, to myself. And um, so I guess a way to look at a, a good way to look at a bad thing, this, you know, this quarantine happened, you know, I got temporarily let go from my job. So um, it gave me that opportunity to want to seek out to meet somebody new uh, that I feel like that opportunity kind of wouldn't have been there if I'd still been working seven days a week. Uh, so um you know, that and then having already kind of known who she was before, I, you know, like, like in that TikTok video, I was extremely nervous the first oh, time wow. uh, we went out. Uh, I think I did a good job of hiding it. I don't know. <laughs> but, uh, I didn't even, yeah, I didn't even want to eat. Like, it just, <laughs> I couldn't even, like, keep anything down because uh, I knew that I could tell that she was a genuinely good person and, you know, the, the, it's like, you know how like kind of like the, when the conversation goes on further and further, you get like a little bit more nervous because like, you know, the further it goes, that's the more you have that could, you could possibly lose. So 
Um, yeah, but we went on that first date. And honestly, like after that first date, I was like, okay, I messed it up. She's not going to call me back. <laughs> but uh, I, I did something right, I guess. Well, another thing worth mentioning too, since he said he's very introverted, I'm pretty much the exact opposite of that. I'm very extroverted. And something that you said to me like before was, I don't think this would have really worked if we had jumped into, like if we weren't in quarantine and we had just started dating because of how nervous he was or something. But I think it gave us an opportunity to get to know each other in a way that maybe we wouldn't have um, if we didn't have to be six feet apart, you know? <laughs> Something interesting that Lily said um, makes me question how old you guys are because she said that she didn't really want to talk on the phone and like Naprina and April and I are pretty much in the same age bracket and we come from an era that we really miss where you talked on the phone all night and you really got to know each other and I always say that quarantine basically force everybody to slow down and like reevaluate what's important and how you conduct yourselves in certain situations. Yeah, well, I'm 29. Um, I, I don't know if it's just a personality thing that I don't like talking on the phone. I can remember doing it when I was younger. Um, but it's, I think it's just more so with people that I don't know. I don't just want to get on the phone and talk and then be looking for an excuse to get off maybe. Um, but that, that didn't end up happening. We actually, you know, we had really good conversations, so. I'm 32. Oh, you're 32? Awesome. This question is for both of you. Um, Curtis, you mentioned that you were nervous. Were you nervous because, like what you said, you're introverted and you were just nervous meeting a, a pretty girl? Or was it because of the concerns about the virus? Well, no, that, it was definitely that first one. Uh, <laughs> because since I am an introverted person, like it takes a while for people to get to know me. And, um, you know, people want you to just be like out there from the beginning. And that's just not how I am. So it takes a while for you to, you know, for someone to get to know me. And uh, a lot of times just people in general, they make the mistake of thinking like I'm not interested or I'm, I'm arrogant or something like that. When it's just really, I'm just actually very shy. So um, I was afraid that she was going to think that. And um, now, I mean, she knows now, now that I'm not very shy once I get to uh, be around you. Like, I talk more than she does. Like, really, that's, yeah, that's like, that's the way it is. But yeah, that's definitely that first one. You guys seem to be, you know, doing, being uh, socially distanced, at least the first meeting. But what was, what was it like to actually... I mean, obviously, y'all got you guys are closer now. So, what was that like to actually engage and have your first kiss? Yeah. So, um, we for the people who haven't seen the TikTok or listening to this, right? Like, I we reenacted our first date for a TikTok video, which was after we'd had like maybe I don't know five phone calls. A lot. Yeah. Um, we went to In and Out. So a drive through, and you know, he paid for my meal. It was all very sweet, and we just sat like with our own cars. So we were more than six feet apart and we just talked the whole time. We actually did that two or three times um, before we, like, so I hadn't even like shaken his hand or anything like that. Um, and then eventually we just decided, you know, I think like with quarantine, that's what a lot of people were deciding. Like, 
okay, what friends do I hang out with? Who do I allow myself to see? And eventually we just said, okay, let's just meet in person. Like my roommate was okay with it. His roommates were okay with it. And um, we did. And it was, it was, I was actually way, I usually don't get nervous on like dates, but when we met in real, like real life, like without six feet between us, I was definitely nervous. <laughs> like, I kind of was just like normal nervous, but not just like really nervous. I was just kind of like, all right, we can't keep like doing this running around in circles thing. We need to actually just meet and I'm ready to risk it because I, you know, there was nobody else I was talking to. You know, there's nobody else she was talking to. I didn't really see any reason why we shouldn't meet since it's just us two. So I just kind of said to her, I was like, I want you to just come watch a movie with me. And then, you know, she agreed to it and um, I know like I, I wasn't nervous, but um, like you said, like our first kiss and things like that, like it was actually kind of weird because um, <laughs> not because of me or her, but because um, the show that we were watching, we were watching a TV show and I was just about to move in for the kiss. And then somebody on the TV show said something really inappropriate about kissing. <laughs> and, like right when I'm about to, I'm like, really like now <laughs> so um i just kind of tried to address the situation and then you know then it happened <laughs> well obviously she was worth worth the risk right <laughs> yeah. so you said uh curtis that you were like an introvert so i kind of know how that is because i my husband is a very much of an introvert and i'm the opposite so i kind of like I'm, I'm look she's shaking her head I am completely the total opposite you know I'm like social media crazy I'm like let's make a video let's do this whoop, whoop, whoop. and my husband is like can we just lay down you know so <laughs> can we just chill so sometimes in relationships those those um opposites attract the most you know some people just like that that opposite and I know you're a Leo too because you're an August baby <laughs> Again, my husband's a Leo too, Ashley's a Leo, it's a thing, right? So my question, my main question is, so when, when you, you're doing this online dating, that's already something right there that's a little bit, you know, out the box for an introvert. And then you have this TikTok video that gets like all these millions of views, you know, that gives you more attention. That's attention from like strangers and stuff. Like just you being who you are, your personality, how are you able to handle like, actually being in a relationship with somebody that's completely opposite. Cause Lily is like online. I know you Lily, I be seeing your TikToks. She is like into the social and stuff. And like, how are you able to handle um, like something being in a relationship with somebody that's like the opposite of you? Well, it, it is a little bit difficult because um, I'm not somebody who would want to do something like that at all. But before, like when I first met her though, I was kind of thinking to myself, okay, she needs to know that I'm silly and that I'm goofy and that I'm funny. How can I do that without just like directly telling her? So I started doing TikTok videos myself. And I think that there's no way I would have started doing it unless I met her. So like, um, but it, it does have its limits. Like I just kind of have my energy to do it sometimes, whereas she's just like ready to go. Like, let's, let's do this, let's plan it out. And I'm just kind of like a, you know, if the moment feels right, maybe I'll think about doing it. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, but I, I think we kind of play off of each other because I've told, I've talked to her before about how I don't just feel comfortable like doing it all the time. And I thought that that might've been an issue, but she was very, um, 
understanding when I talked to her that like, it's just my energy level is just kind of different than hers when it comes to that. And, you know, we make it work. I learned to ask, like, can I take your picture now? <laughs> so that works out. So you guys got together in April and then at the end of May, the George Floyd stuff erupted. You know, not that this is a, a plays a big part in your relationship. I, I can't tell you if it does or if it doesn't, but how did you guys deal with that and talking about that? Because you're still very new in a new relationship. A lot of times these conversations don't really come up until, you know, well after you guys really gotten to know each other for a while. So did you guys have any of these conversations about the, you know, social justice things that are going on? Uh, yeah, we did. We were actually going to go to one of the protests uh, together, but it was it was very unorganized and it wasn't that big of a uh like it wasn't it was kind of just people like gathering around not really doing anything but we both had the same opinion on it or the same facts on it i guess you could say um i mean what conversations do you guys have about race if you even have those conversations we talk about it and we did that i think provided an opportunity for us to get to know each other and each other's thoughts and i mean from my point of view i think we have a really open relationship when it comes to conversations around that like i can ask questions if there's something that i don't understand and especially during that time i know for me being so extroverted i did a lot of listening to him and heard a lot of his personal stories and um yeah it i th i mean conversations like that help you get to know someone really well and it was i mean of course a little uncomfortable um but we definitely, you know, it opened up a lot for us there, I think. Yeah, yeah, I did. I was gonna say, um, a lot of people, I actually know married people who don't know or didn't know how their spouse felt about like um, racism, uh, you know, systematic racism and all these things. And they find out that they're the complete opposite of their partner because of that. And it's unfortunate that you have to have the conversation because something else happened, but it is important that you have it. And I know that it probably is uncomfortable for you because it's, it's just a lot, you know, like it's like, it's overwhelming, but keep a, keep an open mind and just try to listen. And I'm sure that you'll be able to work it out. I'm sure you'll, you'll unfortunately be able to witness some things firsthand. And I'm sure within your conversation, you guys, you know, you found out that there are some serious things that go on that probably go on with him, but don't go on with you. So hopefully it'll help you relax a little more about the situation because, you know, it is, it is what it is. You know what I mean? So you guys have discussed like a side that you have and a stance that you have with it, right? And you said you guys are in San Diego, right? Okay. I'm just thinking about like, um, who I know out there that may have put together something because they still should be doing things now. I'm in Michigan and it hasn't stopped. Like there's literally like a pro scheduled protest going on like every week, usually every weekend. So I'll keep you guys posted. That was a great question, April. I want to get back to this whole Bumble thing. Um, I think I, I seen it online. I'm online a lot, so I could be wrong. But didn't didn't uh, like Bumble reach out to you or something like that? Or so can you tell me about what happened with all that? Like, because I know sometimes things like this that happen online, whether it's relationship, maybe you know they posted something and went viral. 
um, companies like to reach out to you or whatever the case may be. Um, can you like both kind of give me an insight on like what happened with, as far as like with Bumble and like what extra attention came about with this, with this whole post? Yeah. Um, so uh, there were a lot of people tagging Bumble in the comments of our video, just saying like, Bumble, like pay them or something like that, you know, and we're like, yeah, that'd be great. Um, but they, no, they were great. They reached out to me on Instagram and they sent us a box of all sorts of stuff. I mean, all sorts of like Bumble merch. We have hats, pop sockets, a bottle of champagne, like Bumble branded champagne. Um, we haven't used any of it yet. I'm trying to think of something we can do for Bumble, like make them a TikTok video with all the stuff. Um, but yeah, that was, that was fun. Yeah, it was interesting. <laughs> uh, it all happened like very fast. Like I was like, you know, that I, I feel like that was the goal to kind of get, get it out there. And then when they actually responded to us, like I kind of had this attitude, like when we went out in public, we were going to get noticed or, <laughs> you know, or something like that. And, and I would joke with her saying like, you know, we should get meals for free or something like that. But uh, uh, of course we didn't. But, uh, but yeah, it, it was interesting that they actually did reach out to us. You know what? Talk about Bumble. It has not been my favorite app experience. Like, I don't like it because I shoot my shot at people and they just leave me ghosted. But like from a man's perspective, Curtis, like, I mean, obviously you actually had a great experience, but Prior to meeting Lily, like, what was your experience like on Bumble? Well, I I hadn't really used Bumble that much. I was more of like a Tinder type of person, and like <laughs> to to be honest, um, we actually met on Tinder once before, and um, you know we had exchanged numbers and um, and all that, but um, it didn't work out. Not you know not for because of me or because of her. It's just like some things that. Um, she was dealing with beforehand that you know just wasn't she wasn't emotionally ready for a relationship and i didn't know that at the time at the time i just thought she ghosted me and i was just like all right whatever you know it happens it'll happen again but uh um but uh the bumble experience it's it I'm, i haven't really had too much like luck off of off of bumble you know i kind of got tired of tinder because it just kind of seemed like the same old runaround and um uh, it's kind of hard when you you think that another person is just another swipe away. So, like, you know, you talk to one person and then you swipe and meet another one, and it's like, it's it's really hard to actually meet somebody on there, especially, like, on Tinder. So that's why I just giving it a rest. And Bumble, I kind of like how it's set up so that the woman has to make the choice to talk to you. And it's like, you know, she must really want to talk to you if, like she's actually messaging you and that's that's one thing that i like about it a little bit better than other dating apps as far as like dating concern now it's what, april may june it's a few months the summer is going to be over with um and you know so far so good right right so as far as like meeting each other's families or being around each other's group friends can you both tell me a little bit has that happened yet? Or is that, you know, what are you looking forward to your experience? Um, can you both explain a little bit about like when it comes to like, is that considered your next level or whatever the case may be? Like, have you guys had that discussion? Just tell me a little bit about like, you know, meeting a family or meeting a big group of friends or whatever the case may be. Yeah. So neither of us are from here originally. So I'm, my family's in New Jersey and his family is in the South and a bunch of different states. Um, so we haven't met each other's families, but I mean, they 
know about us. I've had lots of conversations with my family. They're excited to meet him. They're always asking questions. Um, and for the friends that I have out here, I mean, he's met them and we hang out and I've met his friends, some of them at least. And yeah, I mean, for me, I think that it kind of ha like we seemed to mesh really well, at least with um, friends. Yeah, yeah, I would say that um, for someone who doesn't like to really meet new people, I was—I <laughs> feel like her friends were very receptive towards me and vice versa, and um, uh, they seemed like, you know, genuinely good people, and then when she met my friends, I, to be honest, I was a little bit nervous just because, like, my friends know me, like, really well, and, and like, I figured they would be... Um, you know, just like tell her like all these stories and stuff like that, which I pretty much have already told her anyway, but uh, they um, they got along really well with her. They were really receptive towards her. And it's almost like, I think that they would almost prefer her than me. Right. Um, yeah, they got along pretty well with her. And then the same thing with my parents, they know all about her. They've, uh, they've kind of like talked to each other a little bit on the phone. And uh, like she talked to my sister once and kind of revealed some feelings I was having that I wasn't quite ready to tell her just yet, but no, they were good feelings, but my sister uh, took it upon herself to go ahead and tell her that. But, uh, <laughs> it was good. My sister really seems to like her, so, which is unusual. <laughs> that says a lot. If you, if you pass the sister test, that says a lot. <laughs> so Lily, tell us a little bit um, about your business before we get wrapped up. Yeah, so I am a master life coach and healing guide. I do hypnotherapy and Reiki are two of the main modalities that I use, but really um, like life coaching in general. So I teach a lot about manifestation and about the subconscious mind and really the connection between the spiritual world and the like more science-based subconscious mind work and how to call in the things that you desire by you know doing a lot of inner healing and I'm really big in inner child work so um yeah that's what I work with my clients on oh that's great you might want to uh, leave us some information on that I actually do a bit of life coaching myself it's cognitive behavioral based though um oh, wow. And I have a couple certifications in childhood trauma. Yeah. So I know I'm such, I have no kids, but I'm a huge kid advocate. And like, we're just, um, most <laughs> of us are, are still children on the inside. You know, a lot of people haven't healed from things that they've gone through as a child. And I've actually had Reiki before. <laughs> yeah. Again, we have Curtis and Lily, our, our Bumble um, relationship gurus. <laughs> During quarantine, you know, they found love in the corona. During the corona, okay, I think I think a lot of people really will look up to you guys because it's hard to find love when outdoors outdoors are open. So finding love while you shut in, I mean, that's amazing. Hats off to you guys, and we wish y'all the best of luck. <laughs> that is Thank one you. thing that I would like to mention really quick, because a lot of the comments on the video were like, what Bumble am I on? Like, I'm on the wrong Bumble. This never works out for me. And, you know, just to reiterate what I said in the beginning, I've been on these apps for years. Like, give it time. And, like, we just talked about inner child healing. Like, doing a lot of the healing and personal growth work on yourself is what gets you ready to, you know. Exactly. Not desperation, but healing of oneself and being comfortable 
with yourself is really what does it. A lot of people miss that. It goes right over their head. Yeah. All right. So talk about Rihanna have finding love in a hopeless place, right? <laughs> wow. <It's> so good. <laughs> <laughs> well, Lily and Chris, thank you so much for joining us. As Deprena said, you guys are booked and busy. Have You have quite a busy schedule, and I totally understand. Um, we appreciate you coming on and chatting with us. Thank you so much for our listeners listening to Kisses and Conversations. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook under Kisses and Conversations. Awesome. <laughs>